Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Isaiah chapters 24 through 27. I just got to be honest with you, I much prefer historical books, narrative where we're telling stories like the first couple books of the Bible and the Kings, Chronicles, Samuel, that are just kind of laying out the historical narrative of God's work in the world. When we get to these prophetic books, this stuff is heavy and sometimes poetic, and my mind just has a hard time slogging through it. So I've been reading and studying and, and praying and considering, and and this is where we're at in Isaiah 20, 24 through 27. You've got, in this section, you've got a comparison between two cities. In chapter 24 is an archetype city that represents the whole world, which is going to be punished and destroyed because of its sin by God's judgment. And then in 25 through 27, you see a picture of a new city, the Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem, the new heavens and the new earth, what this is going to be like at the end of time when Christ is reigning during the millennial reign or during the new heavens and the new earth. Now, some interpreters would suggest that 24 through 27 are only related to what is immediately happening in Isaiah's time. So it's related to, in chapter 24, Assyria destroying Judah and other parts of the world, and then a time when God brings his remnant back to Jerusalem to establish his covenant relationship with them and their worship in the temple and those kind of things. Other interpreters would say that this is only about end times things, apocalyptic type events that happened further in history than even where we are right now, and still others. And I think this is kind of where I'm at, that some of what Isaiah is writing here did have an application to what was happening in his time, but it also foreshadowed and talked about what would happen at the end of time. So kind of a both end. So let's dive into this a little bit. Chapter 24, verses 1 through 6. This is the part where the the city is going to be destroyed. God's judgment is going to punish the people who have sinned, and you can get a glimpse of this. Behold, the Lord will empty the earth and make it desolate, and he will twist its surface and scatter its inhabitants, and it shall be as with the people, so with the priest, as with the slave, so with his master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, as with the creditor, so with the debtor. The earth shall be utterly empty and utterly plundered, for the Lord has spoken his word. In other words, no matter what social position you have, you are not going to hide from the Lord's judgment when he he plunders and and punishes and destroys the earth. Verse 4, the earth mourns and withers, the world languishes and withers, the highest people of the earth languish, the earth lies defiled under its inhabitants, for they have transgressed the laws, violated the statutes, broken the everlasting covenant, therefore a curse devours the earth, and its inhabitants suffer for their guilt. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are scorched, and few men are left. Now we've talked about this, 
God punishing people. It sounds very, very harsh. Some people want to say God seems so mean in the Old Testament. The fact is, friends, sin is worthy of this kind of punishment in the face of a holy, holy, holy God. And not only that, but God's not mean in the Old Testament. If you read all the way to the end of Revelation, you're going to see something like which we've never seen before. This is a God who will mete out his justice against those who are unrighteous. Verses 21 and 22, on that day, the Lord will punish the hosts of heaven in heaven and the kings of the earth on earth. They will be gathered together as prisoners in a pit. They will be shut up in a prison. And after many days, they will be punished. Let's go to 25 where things start to turn around a little bit. At the same time that this destruction happens on this city, on which is an archetype of the whole world, sinful, unredeemed, unrighteous, unlawful people, a new city will be established. And it's going to be established on the mountain of the Lord. Here's chapter 25, verses 6 through 9. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine. By the way, when it says all peoples, it doesn't mean all peoples that ever lived. It means all peoples, people from every people group who have trusted in him, trusted Christ. He's going to make this feast of rich food full of marrow and aged wine, well refined. And he will swallow up on this mountain the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that is spread over all nations. And he will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. And the reproach of his people will be taken away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord that we have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Chapter 26, verses 1 through 4, quickly. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. He sets up salvation as walls and bulwarks. Open the gates that the righteous nation may that keeps faith may enter in. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. And then at the very end of chapter 27, it's talking about this new city, this new heavens and new earth, this new reign of Christ with his people. It says, in that day, from the river Euphrates to the brook of Egypt, the Lord will thresh out the grain and you will be gleaned one by one, O people of Israel. And in that day, a great trumpet will be blown and those who were lost in the land of Assyria and those who were driven out of the land of Egypt will come and worship the Lord on the holy mountain at Jerusalem. So when you read 25, 24 and compare it to 25 through 27, you go, oh my goodness, what do I need to do to be part of this new city and avoid being part of this global destruction? Well, it's very simple, friends. When it says that you'll be gleaned, every one of you, O people of Israel, those of us who trust Jesus Christ, the perfect one who was to come, lived a perfect life, died a death, paying the penalty for sin, was risen from dead defeating sin, death, the power of the devil, so that this great transaction can happen, that those of us who are unrighteous and sinful, who put our faith in him, can have his righteousness attributed to us and have the penalty we owe God, Mark, paid because of what he did on the cross for us. We are grafted into the people of Israel. We are grafted into God's chosen people, to his holy family, to his royal priesthood. And we, through faith in Christ, experience life in this new city forever and avoid the destruction that is to come for those whose sin is not adequately redeemed. 
Lord, thanks for the gospel. Thanks for these words in Isaiah that foreshadow your coming, not just the first time, but the second time. And we pray that you would help us to help others trust and love you so they can be redeemed with us and celebrate in that city someday. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.